This is where the fun begins. Welcome to the CantoCast, where the geek conversation runs deep and the Star Wars chatter gets deeper. So grab a snack and settle in, because Tristan, Jeff, and Jason are coming at you. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome, everyone, to the CantoCast. I'm Tristan. Uh, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And today we have a great number of things to talk about, and we also are going to have a special guest here at some point in the show, um, and it's going to be, his name is Martin, and he's also known as Admiral Crush. He's not here with us currently, I think he'll be joining us very soon. Uh, some interesting time zone stuff going on with him all the way in Latvia while we're in America, so that's always fun. But uh, he's actually developing a really, really cool video game, and uh, there's also a little bit of a Canto Cast Easter egg in it, which is absolutely awesome. But yeah, uh, cool. yeah we're going to have him talk about kind of the whole game design process. But for now, we can go ahead and move into some Star Wars topics. So Jeff, if you want to introduce the topics, we can go ahead and uh, start the show. Okay. Um, actually, Jason, you got to help me out. What what topics did you come up with? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I... Let's see what we got. Oh shoot, I got Skype open on my phone. Sorry about that. Um, let's see what did I message you yesterday? Well, there was the uh, the the Colin Trevorrow rumor for why he was fired from Episode Nine. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that that supposedly he was fired because he disagreed with the direction that they were taking with the Last Jedi, mainly how it pertained to Luke and Snoke. Right. And he felt that, that he felt that they should have lived, and um, that according to this report, that Mark Hamill read the treatment for it, and he said that it was going to be beautiful and tragic, and that they were all on the same page. But then they said Kennedy, Kennedy and Ryan Johnson wanted Luke dead. Period. That's what it says. Right. Yeah. When when you sent me this, my first thought was I think that's kind of funny because there was another article that came out i believe yesterday that i saw that i don't think i met you know message you guys about yet i meant to that um jj abrams um ryan johnson disregarded all notes from jj abrams for episode eight. Oh wow that's surprising yeah and at, that's my first thought when you sent me this i was like really well that's surprising ryan johnson wasn't taking any, you know, notes from JJ. And I'm like, you know, this is all rumors. So I'm like, I don't know if this is true or not, but if that is true, that's kind of surprising to me because I thought JJ and Ryan were working pretty good together. And that's, you know, what I heard that they were working, you know, almost like side by side with episode eight. He was like being a consultant. So I yeah, that, don't know. That, yeah, that, I would have thought they were working side by side. And if, I mean, if that rumor is true, that's pretty crappy on Ryan Johnson's part, considering he went to JJ and asked that the Force Awakens ending be changed because he was going to have Luke cut off from the Force. Right. And the original ending was Luke, Ray was going to walk up on the mountain and Luke was going to have rocks floating all around him, you know, with the Force and everything. But he asked him to change it. So if that is true, that's pretty crappy on Ryan Johnson's part. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm hoping none of this is true, actually, because that's, I'm like, no, that's how I like them two guys. No. I mean, I, I, I would say that is probably more, there's more rumor than truth in there because you figure when J.J. Abrams read the script for episode eight, he said that he was jealous that he wasn't going to get the chance to direct it. So, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> you know, it's just, you know, let's. You know, it almost seems like these articles that they're putting out is like, let, let's give all these uh, Star Wars podcasters something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, they're giving us stuff to talk let, about. <laughs> let, let's give them some, some rumors and some drama so they could argue amongst each other. And, you know, I don't know. They, when I first saw that, I think I first heard about it. I saw the article online and I didn't click it because I'm like, oh, that seems clickbaity to me. And then I forget what podcast I was listening to. I heard it on that podcast. So I was like, huh, I know, you know, a lot of us podcasters, we do sometimes talk about the clickbaity articles. So I was just like, well, maybe they're just mentioning it because to them it was clickbaity too. Mm -hmm. But I decided to click on the read and I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't true because that is, that is really crappy of Johnson if that's what he did. And yeah, like I said, I'm I'm I lean more towards the rumor than truth there. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, like I wouldn't I wouldn't have a huge problem with like Johnson not following JJ's like advice if he hadn't asked for help. I mean, because right. you know he's like, okay, you know, like what what should I do? You know, show me what to do, and then like he just throws all that out the window. Like, oh, like okay, then why did you even ask him in the first place? But, yeah. Like, to to yeah. me, like a, a director not wanting to take. Um, another like director's advice for like a trilogy especially when they didn't like that episode to me like that's not a big deal but like if he was like asking okay jj you know just kind of talk me through this one or like show me what you know what kind of going for and then he just like goes against the grain it's like oh okay then you know that that that's because that that makes it really hard to finish out the trilogy if all of a sudden and i guess people are almost kind of arguing this like if you know the last jedi killed off snoke and when snoke was supposed to be like the final fight or part of the final fight yeah. and you know episode nine then they got a lot of changes to make <laughs> to episode nine right. yeah. so uh so i hope he didn't go like that off the rails if that was the case too well, well and also uh, i'm sorry told you. Told I you. say that um also it seems very rumorous to me too jason because jj we got the news last week that jj's his script is done already mm-hmm and I'm sorry, but if, you know, Johnson did something that's going to throw J.J. off from what he had planned for nine, how, how could, if, unless J.J. is really smart and quick, you know, be able to write a story like that, that quickly and say, here, here's a finished script. What do you guys think? Well, you know, yeah, that's true. But JJ is like one of the most experienced, you know, sci-fi directors I could think of at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's true. he is—he is a veteran just, at this. But even, um, like I said, but I'm just surprised that you know, I think it's rumored too because I mean, even the most experienced person, I mean, if you get thrown off like that, that is, you know, true. it has, yeah some little effect on you but i mean he he got that script done so i don't i don't think there's too much truth in it there might be a little bit but i don't think it's like all this big drama 
that they want us to believe it is? Well, I would think considering well originally it was going to be three different directors doing each episode of the trilogy right. but you would think you would think that they would have to at least be on some sort of the same page as it pertains to the story because if you have things that don't fit in what came previously in the previous episode that they had then it would just be a mess so you would think that they would be collaborating on some level whether it be just a story element or an idea, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would say so. Um, I, I, and I don't know. Like, I always take those stories with a grain of salt as well. Just because oh, yeah, it's not coming from, to. like, one of them two directly. Or it's not coming from, you know, someone on the Disney storyboard or, you know, someone like that. That would know really what was going on. Um, I I really have my I have my doubts on that one because they've always seemed to always you know praise each other in like public light and they've always I don't know I said always kept like a public positive relationship going. So uh, yeah, I I I don't know. And uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah, the Last Jedi was definitely it, di completely different in a different turn from the, the Force Awakens, but. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if JJ was like, "Oh yeah, I'd make a movie exactly like mine." I don't think he was going to say that either. Yeah. You know. No, because you wouldn't want that. Yeah. Exa exactly. I mean, it's just it, it's like there. It, it that seems like that article and stuff. It seems like that might have been right written by somebody because apparently I I wasn't aware of this until the last couple of days that there's this faction of quote unquote fans out there that think that Disney has an anti Luke Skywalker agenda. Um, it's 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 just very weird that they think that you know that they that Disney as soon as they bought Star Wars that that was their end game from the, the jump that we have to kill Luke Skywalker we have to kill all these original characters because George Lucas created them it's like yeah come on oh my you know God. yeah just Lucas haters I guess yeah I guess I mean there's also... it's just, it is funny. No, it's ahead, funny yeah. to me with that with with that whole thing is to is like when the prequels came, it was George Lucas was the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars. He should never do another Star Wars movie again. And then these last two, you know, episodic movies come out and they're like, Well maybe they should bring George Lucas back. It's like, <laughs> Well, you know, you guys are just never happy. You yeah, know? <laughs> like that that ship has sailed. You guys yeah. already sealed that fate. Um I, and yeah, well, I, I don't know. People people will just get mad just to get mad. You know, that that's yes. always that's always a thing too. Um, that's you know, no no matter what you do, to, no to matter what, mad over everything. Exactly, the internet is a perfect place for the vocal minority to thrive. Uh huh. Because they mm -hmm. are the loudest, they are the stupidest, and they <laughs> love to use Twitter and other things to spew their drainage all over the place so uh yeah i i really i don't like when i just read and see tweets on public um like in twitter just like on the like public feed or whatever i really right. i'm like i can't take any of you guys seriously you guys are idiots this is insane like no normal person would come to this conclusion <laughs> okay I, that's enough twitter for me for one day <laughs> yeah, it, yeah that's, that's about it yeah you know, every every few months gotta take a break yeah, yeah. exactly and speaking about Twitter, I was going to say we can switch gears real quick here and go over last week's poll. Yeah, absolutely. Huh. The, but the one that... Before we do that, do we want to um, throw our guest in there to uh, talk about it with us? 
Sure. Cool. Okay, guys, if you would just stand by. When the twin suns are peeking through your window and a long day of patrolling the desert is on your schedule, let the aroma of dark side coffee greet you in the morning. Harvested on the forest moon of Indoor and roasted here in good old Anchorhead. Carbonite free, all natural, from moisture farm to table, coffee. The best part of waking up is dark side in your cup. Back to the show. Uh, we have our guest now with us. Uh, I don't know what I should call him by, so I'll let him introduce himself because he has a different i guess names <laughs> that he could uh that he could use because he's also a game developer i don't know if it's anyways i'll introduce himself um hello there <laughs> my name is uh martin i am a uh, little geek here and uh i do some gaming stuff <laughs> some gaming well, stuff. Game a lot more than that <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but you uh you are the also game developer amber drop correct that's your uh, yeah. developer name. Awesome. And um, so right before, I, I'm really, you know, I really want to dive into uh, talking about your game. But we do want to go over that poll on Twitter. So uh, I think Jeff has the results ready to go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Our, our poll from last week was, who was your favorite director from the original trilogy? And of course, you know, your three choices were Lucas, Kirshner, and Marquand. And... Looks like George Lucas won 54% to 46%, and poor Richard got left with zero. Oh, poor my Richard. Gosh. Wow. Nice. So a I single vote. There's a lot of Ewok haters out there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I voted Lucas just quite on the simple reasoning that uh, A New Hope was my favorite from the trilogy. So, you know, that was, you know. Okay. That, that was just my reasoning. That was, just, I guess, pretty pretty clear logic to me. Well, I went with Lucas because he's the maker, and if it wasn't for him, there would be no Star Wars. So, yeah, that true. was that was my thinking as well. That's why I voted for Lucas. I figured no New Hope, no Empire of Jedi, or anything else. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And then um, I don't know, Martin. Did you by chance cast a uh, a vote on this, or do you have a vote right now you want to talk about? Um, I think I didn't participate in that poll, but if I would pick my choice, I think I would pick Reverend Kirshner. Okay. Because, you know, um, I really appreciated his approach on the uh, episode 5. And, um, of course, George Lucas is cool on, and that stuff, but I think um, without, you know, Reverend Kirshner wouldn't have, like, one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. So I think... My world goes to Urban Kirshner there. The choice. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. That's a, it's actually that's a pretty close poll. I mean, what was it? It was fifty-six to forty-four. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was a uh, fifty-fifty for a while. I noticed. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, just just. I mean, that's that's not for you know. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, to you know candidate i guess <laughs> um poll even though we, <laughs> we're originally going for three but uh that's all right that i i mean just remember i remember padme also got kind of left in the dust when we did female <laughs> characters <laughs> so there's Poor always going to be the one unfortunately i think but uh and i guess yeah. attack of the clones was 
<laughs> there too. Yeah, the odd man out there. Yeah, too. so yeah. there's always got to be one. Yep, always, always. So, yeah. oh, Jeff, I think Jason has this week's poll, don't you? Um, yeah, we want to do that now. Yeah, Real go quick. ahead and do it now. Okay. Um, I always I, post it up later. I said, uh, you know, who had the coolest lightsaber design? Now I realized this morning that they're all dark side users but hey they <laughs> they generally tend to have the coolest sabers but the choices i have are count dooku darth maul asajj ventress or the inquisitor yeah oh i i yeah. actually we'll have... my, my favorite hilt is not even on that list interestingly enough oh really yeah mace windu is mine actually too, my favorite i think but well, i guess we could say comment you know, we can just like read the comments yeah. next week, right? Ins. Instead of adding <laughs> adding them into the percentage, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Will that be? Yeah, it'll be possible as long as we know the total number of, of votes. We can definitely do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mace Windu is actually, I think, my one of, my, one of if not my yeah, no, it's just probably my favorite lightsaber hilt. It's it's like the golden, um, hilt. It's like it's like With it's like BMF chrome and gold. It. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's, it's, it's so uh, yeah. It's if you were to see it, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! You know what? I'm just sitting here now looking at one that I didn't even think to include. Kylo Ren. I'm just looking at his yeah, his lightsaber right now. Man. I'm like, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's well, what I was thinking when you ran down that list. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't... Which one do you want to leave off? It's, okay, yeah, if I had a well, vote, I'd say boot off the Inquisitor. Inquisitor? Jeff? I'd say Inquisitor. Uh, Alright, I guess we'll do the Inquisitor. We'll take him off. We'll put Kylo Ren on. Alright. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can still do the write-in vote thing. Just, yeah. just, tweet, yeah. just tweet the vote or whatever, you know. If, if you know, say for some... If, like... Qui-Gon Jinn was your favorite hill. I don't know why. It literally looks like a stick, but I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, if that was your favorite hill, you know, then yeah, just write it in. But yeah, that's going to be interesting. I'm, I I have no idea. Though. I couldn't even like guess what the results in that one would be because I have no idea. My really. guess, if I had to guess, I'd probably say Darth Maul would probably win. That'd be my guess. Hmm. I was yeah, honestly good. Really, I was gonna yeah. say Ventress. Uh, uh, really? Yeah, that, that's like yeah. The curved, the curved hill. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I think it's gonna be a good one. I think so. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we get a pretty close. I don't know, like you know, like almost like a four-way tie. Hopefully, one will get left out in the dust. Although I have a feeling it will. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Join, join, uh, Mark Juan. Yep. <laughs> yeah, poor Mark One, zero percent. Yeah. Oh. And poor Padme. Yeah. Well, Martin, if you want to hop in, uh, I don't. So Martin is developing a game. He has a pretty small developing um, team, and I will definitely put some screenshots of the game on Twitter because we can't. It's kind of hard to put screenshots of something on an audio podcast. I just, I don't think it's possible. But um, yeah. it might be. You don't try harder, Tristan. <laughs> I, I think I, you can do them in the show notes. Okay, okay. I will have to, and I'll maybe I'll, yeah, I'll provide a link to them to to our Twitter. Whichever way we do it, uh, we're gonna figure out a way to get those so people can really see this game. But um, Martin, if you want to kind of tell us about the name of the game, the genre, kind of the the whole objective of the game, we'd love just for you to 
Just tell us all about it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> where do I even start? So, okay, so I, I guess I should probably, like, tell what the game is about and all that stuff. So, um, okay, so basically it's a uh, it's an indie horror game, which is basically inspired by a lot of things. Uh, and the main objective is to try to fall asleep till the, the uh, time runs out. And then when you fall asleep, you kind of transition into, like, a dream state where you can, you know, discover the past of, you know, a character or whatever. And yeah, that's like really a <laughs> basic idea of it. That's cool. And yeah, right now it's out on Steam and stuff. And we're still kind of, it's still like, it's it's more of a passion project. I wouldn't call it like, oh, this is going to be my career. I think it's just like a passion project. And so far I've been like working on it for like, two years and the idea of it like uh, came in like three years ago so it's been a while but right now it's like we're gearing up to launch like a um an open beta on steam so really excited for that and yeah <laughs> yeah I, I was lucky enough to get a closed beta let me say that game like i, I was scared <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> I, I i was scared I, I, like, it's a really fun and really, like, on-your-toes type of game. Like, it, you just, there's never, like, a moment where you can rest. Um, because there's just, there's a lot. It's just a really, really awesome experience. It's really fun to play. So, yeah. Um, so what, you're talking about those inspirations. What, like, what were the biggest inspirations that, like, um, kind of drove you to make this game? Uh, so, um... I think gaming itself was like a huge inspiration, obviously. Um, like the two closest games that I can possibly like draw like, you know, associations with my project would be like, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's and Slenderman. Like mm -hmm. um, you have the elements of being in one place and then you look around and stuff, but then you have like Another element where you walk around, roam around, explore things, and you know, you know, uh, get the plot of the game and stuff. Right. Yeah. Like you, you interact with different items and yeah. Yeah, and as the as for the story itself, uh, it's actually inspired by um, um, Agatha Christie, but uh, I, actually I can't, uh, you know, um, tell the direct uh, work or novel the which it was inspired from, because uh -huh. it would kind of, you know, spoil the story, but oh, okay. Okay. it also has a few, like, influences from, like, writers and books and films and stuff. That's cool. Uh, that's, that's very that's cool. really cool. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> you've, you've put so much time into that. Like, you show me, like, some, like, the scripts and, like, from, like, the game, like, coding and just, like, yeah. all the process. It just... I, I don't understand how you do it. And you, like, taught yourself everything, right? Like, like as you were going along. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, when I started, I had no idea how to do anything. Like, I, I, um, I had, I, at first I had this idea, like, this cool idea. And somehow I wanted to, you know, realize it and turn it into something, like, you know? And um, I started to look on the internet and I looked up tutorials and stuff and 
the more I started to, you know, experiment and try things for myself, the better, you know, I got with things and eventually everything started to come together. Like the first thing I learned is to like build levels and stuff. Um, at first I thought I should like, you know, hire a 3D modeler or something, you know, to build right. all the environments and interiors. But then I just learned, oh, you can just like take a plane and put together a few spheres that you, you can create like a level or something. And of course I watched more tutorials and it got better in time. So yeah, yeah that, and awesome. of course also I did find some cool people who did tremendous work with uh, scripting, especially because that's my uh, weakest part in this uh -huh. project. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know, programming is like a huge thing. Uh, it's It basically makes the game work. And you yeah. have like, I have a, a, a really good partner who helped me to, you know, get through everything and really grateful for such a guy. And yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh look, Tris and I said the same thing. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're like well, so in awe because like we're all gamers. Well, like, oh yeah. my gosh, he actually yeah, made it, a video game. Because <laughs> it makes it cooler that you know you taught yourself to do this stuff. Right. You know, it's it's kind of cool. Like you 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 didn't like have to go to a school or anything. Like you just searched researched it and then went and did it. That's that's exactly. really awesome. Yeah, it's amazing how you know. If you want to learn something, you can easily go on like YouTube, watch a couple of tutorials and do it and learn it and, you know, get good at it, which is really awesome these days. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that, yeah, that is, that is awesome. Uh, and, so that's one positive thing about the internet nowadays. <laughs> yeah, you can learn how to do anything, which yep. maybe that's not a positive. You can learn how to do anything, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, 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 yeah. you, can, you can find, you know, crazy Joe's crystal meth recipe out there. But, okay. uh, we, um, we don't want to give anybody any ideas. Come yeah. <laughs> Think about it. But, um, so, so you're releasing or playing and releasing the game on steam, right? Yeah. Eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm no, really I, hoping to, but yeah. Yeah. So I, about like when is this going to be open to the public just to like either the like the open beta i guess we could say like if someone wants to come mm -hmm. and demo your game um is that going to be coming out here like pretty soon um right now we're like doing a few final touches on the beta like okay uh we need to like add some colors so you know people can't walk through walls or stuff so right and also we need to we need to resolve a few bugs yeah but we're hoping that we will launch something by mid-March. So, oh, yeah, that's oh, awesome. Cool. Wow. That is awesome. That's really cool. I, I'm yeah, just, I'm, like, really yeah. looking forward to, like, just, like, seeing, like, the full game, like, once it's, you know, completely finished. Uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It, it looks like the, the style of this game is just, it's really cool. I really like the style that you used on it. Um, like, it, it just, it looks, it looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah. Such Thank a you. unique, artistic, um, I guess, look at a horror game, which is, you know, interesting. I, Because, um, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, just horror games in general. Like, they normally have, like, good graphics, or, like, they have about the average for the time they release. Like, this is, like, a like a very, like, unique and stylistic um, look at, like, a kind of, yeah, style of graphics. And I really like that. It was really cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, when I started, it wasn't, like, 
really pretty, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I started to you know, you know, learn and stuff, and I improved it, improved it, and yeah, it got to this point. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It looks awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to finding a special Easter egg that you have in the game. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there is a Kanto Cast Easter egg. For those of you guys that are listening, um, if you do come across it ever and you do, uh, you know, play this game, we would love for you guys to tweet it at us and uh, just see how many people can find it. It'll be, I, I will give you a hint, it will be our, like, to look for our profile picture or our poker, you know, chip image somewhere in the game. I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say <laughs> when, but uh, just know that we are there forever in um, trying to fall asleep. Uh, that's the name of your game, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, and try not to fall asleep. Um, oh, I, I thought you were telling us not to try to fall asleep. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 it's try to fall asleep, isn't it? Yes, yes. No, try to fall asleep. Not. Yeah. yeah, no, try to fall asleep. It's yes. The objective of the goal is to fall asleep. Um, because I don't want to give away too many plot details, but, you know, if you play it, you'll find out why you're supposed to fall asleep. So, yeah. Very cool. It is yeah. really cool stuff. Something that... Honestly, even with those tutorials, I'm sure I could never do. <laughs> I would mess yeah, something me up. neither. I, I like all, all of my scores would be circles or something like that. <laughs> I, it just it wouldn't work for me. But that's I'm really looking forward to just seeing everyone get to play it and playing the full version. It's gonna be awesome. And are you play? Do you have any plans in the future for any other games? Um, right now, not really. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, I just want to get this one done. I understand that. I mean, yeah, I, I could do this one. <laughs> but uh, as far as, like, other games, I mean, if I had the time and resources, I would be totally up to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, so, like, you, you weren't, you're not, like, burned out of game making after making, like, a full game by yourself or with, like, two people. Um, here's the thing, um... Making, like, games is not easy. Uh, that's one of the things that I've learned so far. Like, at start I thought that this is gonna be... This is gonna be really easy, you know? I'm just gonna put, like, a model here, I'm gonna do a little script there. But, oh, how was... How was I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, um... It's actually quite, quite a bit complicated. And it, it can get a bit fatiguing and overwhelming. But once you can, like, overcome it, the payoff is, and the the payoff and end result is totally worth it. Yeah, I, I bet. I, I and it's I also just, oh yeah. yep. What's up? No, it's, I, I, it's, gotta, it's probably gonna be so satisfying to like see like once you finish the level, just seeing it completed and like you know perfect. It's gotta be the most re like just so rewarding. Right. Yeah. It's also really satisfying to you know to see your idea, uh, you know, become something real and you know interactable so. right right see i would love to try to make a star wars game but i don't know if i could do it and if i could do it i'm sure disney would just it would probably delete it for copyright so oh yeah, yeah. you get that cease and desist in a second <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know it's I, I i know i'm almost tempted to like kind of like make one under the cover and just kind of like only you know make like a single a small little single player game and like only give people you know people like that i know that want it you know just to play just to like keep it alive <laughs> and so you know the, the disney machine doesn't chew it up but uh yeah now did you have to copyright a bunch of uh stuff for your game 
Um, the thing is, I think, okay, so this is how I think it works. Everything that you make is automatically copyrighted by you. If you create like a model or something, that's automatically yours. Um, I haven't like looked at any copyright stuff yet, mm -hmm. but I think uh, it automatically is copyrighted. And of course the copyright holder is, you know, the creator of the project. So, yeah. But as far as Star Wars goes, uh, if you would, I think there's really no chance of, yeah, I don't think like any developers will ever like create yeah. Star Wars game. Now, have well, you, not, have you um, thought yeah. about, have you thought about it? Just like, even like if you came to that conclusion, did you like originally think, oh, what if I made a Star Wars game next? <laughs> well, um, I've had like ideas for, you know, you know, my own little Star Wars ideas, but I ha I've never thought that I could like make a standalone Star Wars game, but that actually would be really interesting to, you know, work on. <laughs> yeah, that would I do be. admit. <laughs> yeah. Because right now, EA is, you know, kind of in the hot seat. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you tell Disney to give Amber Drop a, a call. <laughs> to uh, develop the next Star Wars game, but well, there you go. yeah, <laughs> I, I guess they should. They if they wanted to do anything with us, I guess they would have. They should like acquire us or something, but I don't know if that's gonna ever happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, five hundred million. You got a deal. <laughs> we'll give you a game for five hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, if Disney does come calling. You remember where you know your your first interview was? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Kento Castamania to be put onto, you know, the, the Disney reporter storyboard, you know, just because, you know, yeah. we, we're part of that group, right. too. That, that, us, Get too. Get the Kanto cast up there on Di or StarWars.com. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be it. awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would be... I, I, I give the odds in that one in, one in a million. That's a one in a million type deal. Yeah. Right? I don't think any podcast has ever made it to... Star Wars website, from what I've noticed, maybe I'm maybe I'm just blind and haven't like looked, but boy, I think that million number is really low though. I think you want like maybe a trillion, one yeah. in a trillion. Yeah, but yeah, it's awesome. That, I mean, that, that game, I I just I I really like. I I, th I think that's really really cool that what you guys did, and I'm so glad we could have you on here to talk about it, um, and kind of you know hear from the developer exactly you know in any developer kind of what goes on behind the scenes of uh, yeah, the, cool the final process yeah right well my pleasure i was really uh happy to share my you know experiences and i hope it's gonna be you know valuable to someone <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely Ho hopefully yeah. you were able to grab a few new players here too if i'm yep. uh yeah, that's what i'm hoping yeah well <laughs> I'm a new gamer, so I'm looking forward to it. So, oh, sweet! <laughs> there you go. There you go. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. So, if we want to hop into the, I guess, if do you have anything else like you want you want to say about the game or just anything, you can say anything you want. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there is. Okay. All right. That, but, no, yeah. yeah. No, I you. I think you covered everything <laughs> that uh, 
but yeah, the, everything I could think of. I mean, but then again, you know, I have nothing about game design, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I just listen well, to it. It always intrigues me. Okay, I guess I could finish off by saying that if you listeners, if you have like a cool idea that you really, really want to, you know, put, you know, into practice or turn it into something, then go for it. Try it. You'll regret that you didn't. <laughs> because probably if like three years ago, if I said to myself, no, I'm not going to do this, I would, I would not be like sitting here and talking to you guys. And I'd probably be like, I would be like, you know, I'll grumpy because, you know, I didn't do it. And I would, I guess I would regret it. So if you have like a cool idea, go for it. Try it out. Okay. It's worth trying out. Everything is worth trying out. Almost everything. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, we're we not telling you to go and, you know, smoke crystal meth, guys. <laughs> That's not what we or mean. Or do cocaine or yeah. anything. <laughs> That's the, it's we, just we, like the creative things. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, or, you know, don't don't try to drive a car and you're only, you know, 14 or 15 years old. That's also, <laughs> that's also not, you know, something that, you know, you, you don't have your life. Anyways, um, no, but that was, yeah, I, that's, just go for it, right? You like, you never know until yeah. you try. You never know until you try. Exactly. Like with my, uh, with my YouTube channel, um, which really got me started into all of this, I, uh, I, I originally, like, I actually just started watching Hello Greedo. And, uh, and so I, we've had Hello Greedo on twice, I think, as a guest. Once or yeah. twice as a guest. Awesome guest. Awesome guy. He's about to be a father, too. So that's, you know, congratulations to him. That's awesome. But um, I was like, oh, you know, like, he always said, you know, he just kind of started a channel out of nowhere. So, like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And it, it went well. Like, I actually, like, I mean, I look back at my videos and, like, I cringe. But, like, I noticed, <laughs> like, progression and um, improvement across that first summer when I did stuff like my first video versus like my 25th video was just monumentally different um it, right. it's really really crazy to to see that and like even now like I'm still improving I think that I am much better than I like at the Kanto cast that I was <clears throat> five episodes ago 10 episodes ago you know 15 right. episodes ago at the very beginning of it I mean well I guess now we're like on what episode 20 is this episode 24 or 25 20 Four, I think. Four? 24, exactly. So, mm. yeah, 23 episodes ago, right? Just at the very beginning. And, yeah. like, me now, it's, like, two different people. <laughs> I, was, I was green. I had no experience whatsoever. Yeah. I, I feel I, I've come a long way. I yeah. mean, from listening to the first episode to listening now, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's so different. And like, even, like, with YouTube and podcasts. Like, I would say podcasting helps with youtube but youtube doesn't quite help with podcasting because youtube is so structured and like a podcast is like you know gel like loosey-goosey um yeah. like uh, top of your head type stuff and then you know youtube is like you can really structure stuff and you could spend years on a video if you wanted to right but uh with the podcast it's just like what you're thinking at that exact moment in time and like, there's yeah. no structure to it which is helpful for YouTube because you can really, you're really good at like getting your opinion out there in a very, you know, good way, you could say. So, yeah, I just noticed that. And uh, it's, I, I tried it, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a lot of work and it was like editing and, you know, coming up with content. And, I mean, it's work, but like you said, the end product is satisfying and I really enjoy the process. So uh, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a really cool, 
really cool thing. And Jason here is, you know, pretty fresh with us, and he's already doing much better than I was my third or fourth episode in. Already well, hey, much thanks. better. So he has, yeah, a very, very, you could say, bright future in podcasting. So uh, let's hope. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys want to move right into the next topic, we can uh, or keep it rolling here. Okay. Um, I guess we. Or did we cover? Did we cover everything? Has it already been? Like, I, time may have just flown, and I may have just. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if there was anything other than what we've hit so far. Gosh, that's crazy. I, I maybe even, Jeff I, saw anything. I, see, I feel yeah. like we've been recording for 20 minutes, but it's really been I over was, 40. I was going to mention, at least for the Geek Cave segment, you know, the reactions that people may have had this past weekend when we all found out that Kevin Smith had a massive heart attack. Oh, yeah. So I I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, so did I. That, yeah, I that's was, scary. That is really scary. I was, I I think I went on Twitter and I admitted that of all the celebrity deaths besides Carrie Fisher, um, this one would, would have probably devastated me, just because I've been a fan of his since I was since Clerks. And he's always been the one, just like Martin said earlier, you know, if you if you want to do something, just do it. You know, just sit down and do it. Don't worry about what anybody else says. You can't. You, you can. You know, just put it out there for, for everyone, you know, to listen to, see, hear. And if no one listens, so what? At least you gave it a shot. Exactly. But, exactly. But yeah, yeah. I, and then also this past week, I... My wife and I had to put one of our dogs down. Yeah, and, sorry to hear about that, Jeff. Yeah, That's awful. and then I got that, like right before that, I got the news of Kevin Smith's heart, and I was just like, I can't handle both of these in the same week. <laughs> yeah. Said, Please be okay, and then obviously I saw his videos and stuff that he put up on Twitter about, you know, one him there in the hospital saying, you know, telling everybody that he's okay and what actually happened. And it's kind of funny, too, because he said he wasn't feeling any pain. He just couldn't catch his breath. Really? And, yeah. Really? And apparently there was a 100% blockage that he had in his heart. God. Wow. How, wait, how stopped. old is he? he he's 40. He's that's like 47. so young. Seven. That's, well, I mean, maybe not, but uh, like 100% blockage for a 40-year-old? Yeah, it's wow. It was scary, and he that is he very scary. Said, he he was shocked when the doctor told him. He goes, "Hey, he goes, you're lucky to be here. You had what we call the widowmaker." Oh no! And <laughs> that's if just, a doctor's calling it that, that uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's not a good thing to have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, thank God, he's okay." And wow, yeah, that would have been. Like I said, at least for me, it would have been devastating, and I'm pretty sure for you know a lot of other people that are big fans of his, you know, would have just been like Carrie Fisher for me, because Carrie Fisher took me a week or so to, you know, have it process and have it seem like it was real. So, right, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and then yeah. like speaking of like you know, I guess we could say death. Uh, a couple like weeks ago, I think Mark Hamill freaked out a lot of people because like he posted a uh, kind of like like one of those like how they like kind of pay respect to people who like pass away and like they have like the years they lived. 
right, right. <laughs> but to like right underneath it and like it said alive and well and i guess people didn't read it so it started freaking them out and like they thought that mark hamill had passed away and like it was just <laughs> this kind of just like almost like this huge just you know false panic and oh, my uh goodness. yeah it was i think it was originally like, like a political protest like for something but uh okay. but um no, people like took it obviously the wrong way and thought that like he had died, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's why yeah. people can't learn how to read all the way through. Exactly, <laughs> but still, like, come on, Mark, like, you know, you know, just like he said in the Last Jedi, that that that, that was a cheap shot. <laughs> like, you know, you post a photo like that with like someone's years, you know, like yeah. you know, the years he was born and dead. Like, like I said, there's a lot of idiots out on Twitter. They're gonna draw a quick conclusion yes there are a lot of idiots out there <laughs> even though i think even the caption said alive and well too but uh you know you, just, well, you can never give twitter's someone more enough signs. Of, twitter's more of a reactionary thing they see one thing they see like the headline or whatever and they're automatically retweeting it no matter what it says right yeah right. They're, they're, they're giving their opinion on a headline when they haven't even read the, the facts and information about it i yeah. see that too many you, times youtube videos too people will like judge a video but like the name of the title, and then like they'll go and attack it, or like they'll go and like dislike it, even though like it's not what they thought it was. It's, it's just it's ridiculous that people don't, you know, read mm -hmm. and don't right. inform right. themselves on whatever topic before they're gonna go, you know, <clears throat> uh, slander someone <laughs> or something. Yeah. So yeah. Actually, I think there's like a problem with the internet these days. Um... I think people really want to, you know, be the first who, you know, share the, the latest breaking news and stuff. So right. yeah, I guess too. they just rush it. They uh -huh. see, see just the thumbnail with the years. They don't like click on the article. They don't read it. They just right. automatically retweet it and stuff. And yeah. without going into any, you know, uh, trying to <clears throat> check out if it's actually valid and stuff. Yeah, that's sort of the, the game now is. Let's get a title up there that are going to make people click on it, and that's—I guess—that's where the term "clickbait" came up from. So, yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. You just got to get a, you know, headline out there that's going to catch people's attention. Like, oh, I got to click on that. So, I'm yeah, like, yep. exactly, and and that too, and they also get you know ad revenue if you click on their article, and then you have. Right. 50 million pop-up ads <laughs> covering yeah. your article, you know, but we just probably made like five bucks <laughs> off of a port and a click. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's awful. But yeah, that's, that's clickbait. And that, that's the modern day media, fake news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there, there we go. There we go, Tristan. There, there's a title for 24. All right. Fake news. Because we, we've talked about this, I think, multiple times. That this, like, I think we're all just kind of collectively pouring out our hate for clickbaiters and yeah, <laughs> yeah. And false information in articles. And but I kind of feel bad titling it fake news, you know. Oh, and then here's our, you know, our guest, you know, Martin, who <laughs> oh, awesome game, even better. I'm yeah. a fake. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think fake news. I think that'll see yeah, this episode. I'm pretty sure by now. At least over the last couple episodes, that people have realized that we're coming up with trying to come up with funny show titles now. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like Jason and I's episode last week, we named the Hutch Touch, <laughs> <laughs> and that came right from fanboys. So yeah, I 
yeah, I, I definitely, I appreciate a good title. Like Breaking Bad's episode titles are actually kind of legendary now. Yeah. But, uh, um, just because they were just, I don't know, they were good. They were good titles. But yeah, but definitely, I think fake news will suit this episode just fine. Except for, of course, Martin's game. That was all legit. Yeah, that, and, like, I'm all... not trying to be sarcastic. <laughs> like, that's all legit. That's all, you know. I, I will link his Steam page and his Twitter and also probably, you know, somehow we can get some, some like, photos of the game. Maybe the Kento cast can, like, just post some, you know, sneak peek photos of different parts of the game. And, yeah, and we'd love to, uh, love to get all that promotion stuff tied up because I, I want that game to get as much attention as possible because it's yeah. going to be awesome. So. Especially with that like that poker chip floating around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if that will cover it, I think we can wrap up the episode. Yeah. Uh, thank uh, you so much, Martin, for having you on. I know like we didn't really get yes, into like thank you topic heavy stuff like outside of your game, but we'd love to have you back on and talk about you know really? different things ever because uh, you obviously are a a self creator go getter type guy. That's awesome. So yeah, thank you for being on the show. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. So I guess with that, we can um, close out the show. And thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, this will be on iTunes. We'd appreciate any sort of rating or review you guys can give us. Uh, if you guys want to go the extra light year and give us a nice little tip on Patreon, we'll have that opportunity available as well. And thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will definitely be back coming uh, next week with a new episode. And uh, stay tuned. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. I'm Martin. Perfect. I'm Martin. Yeah, yes. perfect. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the Canto Cast. May the Force be with you. Always. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the Canto Cast. May, May the, the Force, force be, be with you. you.